welcome back. It's a beautiful spring day. We've got a lot to talk about. Today's going to focus on the topic people seem to have the most confusion and questions on, and that is nutrition. Specifically, some of the most common questions that we hear from our friends, our clients, our peers, our family. Um, so with that being said, we're going to dive right into it with Andrea answering some of those common questions that she hears from her friends. So to kind of piggyback off of our last episode where we talked about uh, training, nutrition, and recovery being all pieces to the puzzle, we're going to focus more on nutrition today. So one of the most commonly asked questions that I get is what is the best diet for weight loss? And my answer to that is that there is no best diet. There are a lot of different diets out there, a lot of different fad diets, a lot of different ways that you can get to weight loss. I think your main goal needs to be that your calories are in a calorie deficit in order for you to lose weight. And then when it comes to choosing a diet or whatever guidelines you're going to have for that, you just need to think about what is going to be maintainable for your lifestyle um, over a certain period of time. So hopefully if you're thinking about your diet and weight loss goals, you're thinking long term and not just something that's a quick fix. So you can think about something that would be maintainable for you. But that is my quick answer for what is the best diet for weight loss. Do you have anything to add to that? No, that's good. Um, Just a couple different ways to say it maybe. Any diet will produce weight loss if it's in a caloric deficit, Mm -hmm. whether it's the Twinkie diet, if it fits in your macros, paleo, keto, anything will work. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing that they all have in common. Intermittent fasting works mainly because you're not eating as much food not necessarily the fact that you're fasting the majority of the day. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not so much about the type of diet, it's the math that goes into the mm-hmm. equations. And if it works for your lifestyle, go for it. It doesn't have to have a fancy name or a book or mm-hmm. something attached to it. But if it works for you, and like Andrea said, if it's sustainable, everything will work in the beginning. But can you do this next month, next year? for the rest of your life. That's probably more important than the short-term solution. Yes. All right, so our next question is, how do I know how much to eat and what to eat? So again, this kind of ties into our last question. So if if your goal is weight loss, you wanna be in a calorie deficit, but most people don't know where to start or how to figure that out. Okay, so if you want to figure out how much you should be eating on your own, there are a few online resources you can use. You can use like an online macro calculator. Those are pretty user-friendly. For the most part, for just general weight loss, that can be pretty accurate. You could also look up the actual equation to do it yourself. It's taking into account your height, weight, age, and activity level. Um, So making sure that you can accurately describe your activity level. If you wanted to get even more precise, there are certain devices. Uh, We have one at our facility that you can use to dial it down to the decimal point, uh, what your basal metabolic rate, in other words, the calories you burn on a regular basis every day, and then factoring in your activity level, and you'll get a number very precise for you. That would be the ultimate way to do it. And as Andrea suggested, there's also indirect ways online. But once you have those numbers, then you can design everything around that and adjust as you gain or lose weight. The end of that question, um, how to, I know what to eat. If I'm trying to lose weight, 
like Tony said before, any diet will initially work, like the Twinkie diet. You could, if you know the amount of calories that you should consume to be in a calorie deficit, um, as long as you're eating in that calorie deficit, it doesn't necessarily matter what foods you're eating if you're just in general trying to lose weight. And on a side note, when I would compete for competitions, I would usually end up losing um, like 30 to 40 pounds to make the weight class. I tried several methods, and the one thing they all had in common was less calories than I was eating before. So they all got me to my goal of losing weight. Some worked better than others for losing fat, and there is a slight difference in how you approach that and the strategies you use. And we can talk about that in more detail in a different podcast. Uh, we're just talking about the basics for now. Okay, next question. Do I need to cut down or cut out carbs or fats in order to lose weight? I would never recommend cutting any group of nutrients out completely just to lose weight. You're going to miss several key vitamins and minerals. Um, plus, you're probably going to feel miserable after a while. However... At some point, you do need to cut calories from somewhere. And carbohydrates and or fats seem to be the likely choice. I would always recommend keep protein high, more of a muscle sparing nutrient, assuming that you are uh, strength training or resistance training. Uh, Keeping fiber high, those two combinations of protein and fiber will keep you at a high satiety level throughout the day. Um, Most research backs that up as far as dropping calories from fat versus calories from carbohydrates. As long as calories are the same, that the results are almost identical. Um, There may be a slight advantage for carbohydrate loss, but either way, it's still a drop in calories. So it's kind of, again, whatever fits into your particular lifestyle. If you're very active, you may want to consider that carbohydrates bookend your training session, and the rest of the day is mainly from Uh, cruciferous carbohydrates such as vegetables, a couple pieces of fruit are great. If it's not so active and you're more uh, on the endurance side of things, possibly uh, play around with carbohydrates and fats. Just make sure you don't drop too low with your calories, just enough to induce some kind of caloric deficit and you want to spare as much muscle as you can. The last thing you want to do is lose weight and then find out your body fat percentage is the same which means you've lost some of the muscle that you worked so hard to get in the first place. All right. Last question. Do I need to try to avoid sugar to lose weight? It's kind of the same thing as before. Um, Sugar is a carbohydrate, as you know. Do you need to avoid it? I don't think you need to avoid anything. I don't think there are any good or bad foods. There's probably more nutrient-dense foods than others. And they make better choices for most people most of the time. Uh, So how's that for vague? But I think sugar has a place, especially if you train at a high intensity level and very frequently, possibly after a training session would be the best time of day to have sugar if you are craving something. Not saying that it's a given, but if you do want that sweet sensation uh, type of food, after a hard training session, to me, is, is a fine time to have it. I don't think you need to cut it out, but if it's 3 in the morning and you just got back from a night on the town, probably not a good idea to have it then. So I think it's more about the timing of the food than the actual food itself. And I think you're going to get a, a lot of people who are on um, one side or the other. 
no sugar, mm-hmm. nothing that's processed or, or simple in its molecular structure like that. And others who find that you don't want to take away everything because those seem to be the things that you immediately want mm-hmm. and crave. So if you can find some balance or some kind of rhythm where if you do like, uh, let's say cookies, for example, you can find a way to still fit them into your lifestyle and still be in a caloric deficit, which is probably the ultimate goal is to find out the mathematical equation that allows you to have things that you still like for the most part and still be in a deficit to continue weight loss. I don't think you really need to avoid anything at all ever to lose weight. And if it's something that you really can't go without, just try to work more on moderation, Um, learning like serving sizes, try to focus on portion control. Um, By no means do you need to absolutely cut something out in order to lose weight. I think you just need to learn how to adjust it and work it better into your routine or habits or lifestyle. I can remember when I was getting seriously lean down in like the 5% range and I would still be able to have some things maybe two or three times a week my favorite at the time was king size Snickers, but Jeez. that might have been the only <laughs> carbohydrate I had at all that day. So I was able to keep my grams of carbohydrates where they needed to be, but I also was able to get that, I guess, quote unquote, cheat food to get me through to the next day. So I don't necessarily recommend that, but I was also able to manipulate my numbers to make that happen. So the thing with for like you were saying, like with cookies, <clears throat> a carbohydrate is still a carbohydrate, whether you get your carbohydrate from a cookie or a Snickers bar or potatoes. It's still four still, calories yeah. per gram. So just keep that in mind. And like Tony said, nutrient-dense foods. I try to say try to make like 75% of your foods nutrient-dense high fiber, things that will actually satisfy you and make you feel full. And the other 25% of the time, you can still fit the things in that you want. So there's no need to completely cut things out. So we were just talking before we started recording um, about how some people mistake their appetite with their true hunger, which to me, appetite to some degree is psychological. It's it's just kind of a mindset. Oh, I'm bored, therefore I should eat something. Or it's 5.30, that's my traditional dinner time, I should eat something. When maybe physiologically, they're not truly hungry. They just think based on kind of their, their societal norms that, okay, it's time to eat. Or I'm out with my friends, therefore I must eat. And it doesn't have to be that way. You can kind of structure your life and your schedule around the true physiological sensation of hunger When hormones tell your brain, okay, my stomach is empty, give me some nutrients. I'm running low on X nutrient, for example. So um, I think that that's really key in how you structure your behaviors will then help structure your nutrition and your, your food intake. It's not just about breakfast, lunch, and dinner or intermittent fasting. It's how you truly structure your lifestyle around your food versus your food around your lifestyle. So... To wrap up, do we have any last tips or things that we would add to this? I My main takeaway is I just would like to reinforce the fact that you should 
be thinking long-term when it comes to diet or your eating habits and think about something that's maintainable for your lifestyle unless there's some sort of like event or certain thing that you are specifically training for. Um, I think that your main goal should be maintaining a healthy lifestyle for a long period of time and whatever diet it is that works for you and will get you that result. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a hundred percent with that. Uh, I mean, weight loss is a result. It's not the behavior. Figuring out how to eat, when to eat, what to eat. Those are all behavioral changes, but the result may or may not be weight loss. Does that mean it's wrong? Not necessarily, but there's a difference between the process of figuring it out. Like Andrea said, how to sustain your life with proper nutrition versus doing something with nutrition to get a result. What happens when the weight loss is done or your cruise or your wedding or your vacation is done? Mm -hmm. What do you do then? If you're not sure, then it's no longer a behavior. It was just a short-term solution to a longer-term fix. So um, we can't stress enough that if this can't be done for the rest of your life, then consider another option. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Love you. Thank you for listening to us speak. <laughs> that's, that's, that ruined it. That was a terrible outro. I know. Today's episode was powered by Adrenaline Sports and Fitness, Cincy Cheer Strength, Andrea Renee Fitness, with music provided by Deadstream. We'll have all the links in the show notes for websites and social media content.